beginning, let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby say she wanna go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 212 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden, coming to you after the San Diego Padres kind of embarrassed themselves uh, this weekend. They got swept by the Dodgers. Going into this series, you know, it was uh, a lot of optimism. At least I was definitely pumped up for this series. And then right now, you know, fast forward three days, uh, pretty deflated, you know, uh, I have energy. I'm just pretty deflated by kind of the team's effort. Uh, but just also that, you know, it's just a- another series, another weekend that confirms that the Dodgers have that big gap on the Padres still, there's still that gap between the Dodgers and the Padres. The Dodgers still have that big advantage over the Padres. Um, just in terms of talent, in terms of who's better. Um, and going into the series, I didn't think that there was a huge gap in talent. And maybe there isn't a huge gap. Maybe I'm overstating that just because, you know, 10 minutes ago they just got swept. But there's a, there's a gap there. You know, that's the big point, obviously, of this episode. There is still a gap there. Uh, yeah, they don't have Tatis. The Padres don't. They don't have Pomerantz. And, and they just got Suarez back. Hater didn't pitch at all in this series, um, but there's still a gap, you know, like Tatis, I don't think he would have been the difference in the Padres winning this series. Uh, you know, Josh Hader didn't pitch. Why was that? Because he was never in a closing situation to pitch, you know? So I was talking about it before they got Soto and before they got Bell and Drury, like, yeah, this Hader move is good. But it's only going to be like a great move if it's complemented by some offense, right? And AJ Preller, he did his job. There's no more whining about AJ Preller right now, you know, because he went out and he improved this team. Now it's on the players. The offense just didn't show up good enough in this series. They combined for four runs. The Dodgers, they scored, I think, 20 runs in this series. So they were outscored 20-4 to four by the Dodgers in this series. That's a gap. Tatis is not going to fill that gap. They just need to play better. The starting rotation, the first two guys in this series, Manaya and Clevenger, they need to pitch better against the Dodgers. Pretty much everyone just needs to play better against the Dodgers. It's that simple. Um I know it's easier to say that than for the players to do that because the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. But that's the facts. There's no trade deadline. There's no more trade deadlines this season. There's no more uh, situations where the Padres can go get more starting pitching or go get even more offense. Like they went out and got the offense at the trade deadline. They had a rotation set up pitching well going into this Dodgers series, or at least going into. Go back to, what, Thursday? Because Musgrove didn't pitch well Thursday. So going back to then, they had a rotation that was pitching better. They just have to play better. So that's the open here, episode 212. Uh, brought to you by Gaglione Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. 
you can visit gaglionbros.com to view their entire menu, the phone numbers, the addresses, all that stuff. Uh, there's one address now. Friars Road is their location outside Petco. Uh, the Point Loma one closed down. Uh, but also they're available inside Petco Park during the Padres season. So if you're going to one of the games this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can go. Uh, they have one, uh, their main stand down the third baseline. There's also one in the upper deck um, down the first baseline. Uh, so they're great garlic fries, great cheesesteaks. Um, maybe that'll make you feel better. I, I don't, I'm, it's just deflated. I'm deflated. That's pretty much how it feels right now. Um, let me know your thoughts in the comments if you're here live. What are your thoughts on this series? Disappointing, obviously, is one way to put it for me. Um, they lost Friday 8-1, to I think. 8-1. Saturday lost 8-3. And then today they just lost on Sunday Night Baseball in front of a national audience. 4 nothing. Didn't score any runs. They didn't get anyone to second base. With the lineup of Manny Machado... Juan Soto, Jerks and Profar, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury. They didn't get anyone to second base. Usually, you go to the box score on MLB.com, you see team runner in scoring position. Under the Padres batting totals, there is no team runners in scoring position number because no one got into scoring position. You can't do that and expect to have success against the Dodgers, obviously. <laughs> you got to score a run to win. And Darvish thought he pitched well today. And we can work our way backwards. So we'll start with today's game because it just happened. Then Saturday, Friday. Um, but Darvish thought he pitched well today. Six innings, two earned runs. Didn't walk any guys. Had some really nasty strikeouts. Uh, I know he gave up that home run to Bellinger. And then Bellinger hit another one. Um, pretty much to the same spot. But he did his job, right? Quality start. I, I said on the pregame, maybe he goes seven innings, one run. He went six, gave up two runs. Pretty close. That's that's pretty dang good. Did his job. That was the best starter that the Padres threw out there this weekend, that's for sure. Um, but on the Dodgers side of things, I mean, the Padres' offense made Tyler Anderson look like Sandy Koufax. And Anderson, yeah, he's been really good this year as an ERA under 2.8. Um, but you still got to get a guy to second base. I know Austin Nola would have been on second base uh, on that liner down the left field line that Chris Taylor made a tremendous catch on. But look, that's still one batter. And that guy's not even known for power, right? Um, Josh Bell hit one to the warning track. Well, look, it's a results-based business, as Don Orsillo likes to say. It just is. And the Padres did not hit one home run in this series. The Dodgers, they hit two today. They hit uh, one, two yesterday. And then on Friday, they didn't hit any, I don't think. Uh, but four home runs to zero. Dodgers had four, Padres had zero. Dodgers scored 20 runs, I believe, in this series. Yep, 20 runs, Padres scored five. No, four, sorry. Dodgers scored er, 20 runs. Padres scored four runs. Not good enough. That's not good enough against the Rockies, scoring four runs in a series, you know? Um, that that first day when Juan Soto debuted, him, Josh Bell, were in a jury where they scored nine runs against the Rockies. Uh, we haven't seen that offense since. 
You know, they scored three runs yesterday, but then today there was nothing. I already talked about there being no runners in scoring position. It's just terrible. It's embarrassing. They embarrassed themselves on national television. Uh, and anyone that was watching the games Friday, Saturday, they pretty much embarrassed themselves then with sloppy errors. Um, no Marmazar today in his last at bat. Didn't look like he was totally busting it down the line when that was his only at bat of the game. It just sometimes during this series, it didn't feel like they totally wanted it. And that's not, that's not a good look. Machado in this series, I mean, I love Manny, but I'm just trying to go through the big players in this series. So Manny went 0 for 4 today. Uh, 1 for 4, so 1 for 8. And then on Friday, he went 1 for 3. So 2 for 11 in this series. That's what Manny went. Soto, he played good in this series. Today, he walked twice, got on base twice. He has amazing plate discipline. He is a must-watch at-bat for anyone that has just started watching Juan Soto because he's a Padre. That's what, I, that's what you probably learned real quick, is he is a must-watch at-bat. Uh, but, you know, I just pulled out Manny because he's hitting third in the lineup. Like, he's obviously one of their best players. Um, Went two for 11. That's He'd probably tell you that's not good enough in this series. Um, and then the sloppy defense, not just from him. I'm not saying from him. Um, yeah, yesterday he made an error, led to two runs. Um, Brandon Jury probably shouldn't have been playing third base on Friday. Should have had Manny there. He made a couple errors. Just sloppy like that. Um, not going to get really mad at the communication kind of issue yesterday with uh, Soto and Myers on that flyout, the ball was caught. Um, so, and Dodger Stadium, I guess, was loud. Uh, there was like, didn't seem like there was anyone there today. Maybe that's a reflection of the Dodgers fan base, or maybe that's just a reflection of Dodger fans don't think that this is, I know that they, they're going to say it's not a rivalry and all that. They, they, they know that it is in terms of like, they hate us. I know competition-wise, Yes, it's not a rivalry in terms of like wins and losses. You know, the Padres, they're two and 17 in their last 19 games against the Dodgers. In terms of the competition like that, yeah, it's not a rivalry. I understand that. But in terms of both fan base hating each other, um, I'm sorry, both when games are there, when games are on TV, right? Especially at Petco, it feels like a playoff atmosphere. At Dodger Stadium, uh, I know yesterday, it, looked more like a playoff atmosphere than today but like no one being in the stands today maybe that's just a reflection of the Dodgers fans are like why why should we go this Padre team isn't winning it's, it's not competitive you know it's just not this game doesn't totally matter to us we're already we already have a huge lead on the division we're going to get a buy in the first round on the other side for Padres for the Padres for Padres fans we're now clinging on to the final wild card spot. That's what it is right now. When you look at the standings, go to MLB, look at the standings. The Phillies are red hot. Yeah, they played the Nationals this weekend, but they're red hot. Reese Hoskins is homered, I think, in four straight games. But if you go to the standings, look at the wild card picture. The Padres right now are 61 and 50. 
They're a game and a half up on that final wildcard spot, the final playoff spot in the National League over the Brewers, who are 58-50. and 50. The Brewers are not playing well right now. The Padres obviously have more talent than the Brewers do. Shoot, they just acquired the Brewers' closer and Josh Hader, and then Devin Williams couldn't close it against the Pirates this weekend. Um, or it was last series. I think they played the Reds this weekend. But So the good news is Milwaukee isn't playing that great, and they didn't get necessarily better at the trade deadline, while the Padres did get better. But look, the Padres still have to play the Dodgers nine more times. They play the Giants a few more series. Those are competitive. Uh, I know that they play like the Marlins and the Nationals and the Royals, but at the end of the day, facts are facts. Numbers are numbers, and the numbers right now, the Padres only have a game-and-a-half lead on a playoff spot. Look, I'm still confident they're going to make the, play, the postseason, but I'm also kind of being reactionary right now to them being embarrassed by the Dodgers this weekend. So let me know your thoughts here. Some comments have rolled in. I'll get to uh, Saturday's game. Kind of talked about today's game already. Bellinger with two home runs. Darvish pitched well. Um, the best chance the Padres had to get a runner into scoring position was Austin Nola's liner to left field down the left field line. Chris Taylor made a tremendous catch on that. They did not get a runner in scoring position, though. You know, Juan Soto walked twice. Uh, his second walk broke Ted Williams' record in uh, Major League Baseball history. Most walks for a player in Major League Baseball history under the age of 24. Juan Soto has that record. Amazing plate discipline. Almost homered, I think it was last night, but still didn't homer. And it, it's weird. It kind of feels like the Dodgers play with like the lively balls. The Padres get the dead balls because Josh Ball... Josh Bell, not Josh Ball. Josh Bell uh, hit one to the warning track today, too. Um, but, hey, that's just what it is. It is what it is. You know, they didn't score any runs today. They scored one run on Friday. And they gave up eight runs both games Friday, Saturday. 20 runs for the Dodgers this series. Four runs for the Padres this series. It's unacceptable. All right. Kenny says, Ben, here's the truth. The Dodgers have the best offense, number one in OPS and on base percentage, number two in runs, number one in starter ERA overall, pitching ERA number one, bullpen ERA one in whip as well. Uh, okay, yeah. And the Dodgers aren't even fully healthy yet. I understand that. They have a great offense. Understand that. But our rotation was looking good before this series. Uh, you say number two in runs, and they have a good offense, OPS, and all that. Okay. But did we not acquire arguably the best hitter in baseball? Did we not acquire an upgrade at first base offensively? Did we not acquire a 20-homer guy in Brandon Drury to add to this lineup? And it was supposed to improve this lineup. And I think it will. It's obviously going to improve the lineup long term. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, this Juan Soto move, this is a sucky move. This didn't work out off of this Dodgers series. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that this offense needs to produce more. Like, you can say that the Dodgers offense is great. The Padres offense, I think, has the potential to be great. But the difference was the Dodgers offense performed this weekend. The Padres offense didn't. And you can only look at the numbers. You can just look at the facts and the results. 
And there's the difference right there. And the starting pitching was better for the Dodgers compared to the Padres. Josh Hader didn't pitch at all in this series because the Padres didn't have that lead late in the game. You know? So that's where it's frustrating. It's just the Padres didn't play up to their potential in this series. And maybe that'll change in September. Uh, but all we can really do right now, you know, we can't just wait till September and say, oh, wait till September. You got to react to what just happened. And what just happened was the Dodgers owned the Padres. They just did. And they have for a very long time now. And it's just, it's been tiring, but it's really, really tiring. Now. Luke says on the bright side, it doesn't seem that anyone can beat LA right now. Is that a bright side? <laughs> like, okay, no one can beat LA right now. Well, guess what? The Padres have to beat LA to go to the World Series or win a World Series, you know? So that that ends up that that does nothing for me. Like, that's not a bright side. The Padres have to get past the Dodgers. I, I care about the Padres winning. And in order for them to win at all, they have to get past the Dodgers. If no one's beating the Dodgers, then the Padres aren't going to get past them. So that's not really a bright side to me. Kenny says, Ben, give credit to the Dodgers. Man, that's a dominant team. They are impressive. I understand they're impressive, but the Padres' offense upgraded at this deadline, and they're supposed to be impressive too, and they weren't this weekend. Yeah, two hits, Eddie says today. Yeah, two hits. That's pathetic. I agree. Yep. Talking about Saturday's game, Padres lost this one 8-3. to three. Let me pull up here what happened. I mean, I know what happened. I just want to get the stats right. Will Smith homered. Max Muncy homered. Clev pitched this game. And... He pitched pretty good, uh, but he just didn't execute like when it when he really needed to. Like that Max Muncy at bat. Uh, when was that? Gave up the home run to Will Smith in the second. Gave up the home run to Muncy in the fifth. That made it five three. Padres had that three two lead. That was the only offense really the entire series where they were really able to string together a few runs in that fourth inning. Drury doubled down the line. Crony grounded out, driving a run. Myers single to right, drove in a run. But then they didn't score any more runs after that. Muncie had the home run off Clev. Clevenger left the breaking ball middle of the plate. And the Dodgers added on a couple more runs. Bellinger doubled over Soto's head. Uh, that ball was middle, middle, I think, or middle in. Um, so Clev, Clev said it after the game, you know, the... Three starts before yesterday's start for Clev. He, he, he pitched really well, going seven innings. Uh, but obviously, those opponents that he faced those three times before the Dodgers last night aren't the Dodgers lineup. Um, and so, I don't think an epic meltdown is coming, like Barry says here in the comments. No, I don't think so. I think that the team just seems to melt down when they face the Dodgers. Overall, a meltdown. No, I don't think that's... I still believe that this team will make the postseason. I think this team is very talented. But it's just frustrating sitting here, it seems like, after every Dodger series. And it, it's not because it seems like it. It's because it is that you sit here and you talk about the Dodgers beating the Padres again. And this team was better, or was supposed to be better. It was better on paper 
uh, than last time the Padres faced the Dodgers, that team. And the same result happened. They got swept. They lost three games at Dodger Stadium. The last time the Padres faced the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium this year, they lost three games. They lost. They won a game because it was a four-game series. Still lost three games, last two series at Dodger Stadium. And this time they got swept. And this time the last game was on Sunday Night Baseball in front of the entire country. It's just, I'm sick of it. It's, it's, def, it's just deflating, you know? It's deflating. Uh, but on Saturday... Profar, Soto, Manny, they all got at least one hit. Drury got a hit, drove in a run. Um, but like like I mentioned earlier, you know, no home runs in this series. The, the Dodgers hit four. At, at some point, you got to see that power. I know Soto and Bell almost went deep, but they ended up not going deep. You know, it is a results-based business, and those ended up just going into the scorebook as flyouts. And then, uh, you know, obviously, the starting pitching hasn't been great against the Dodgers, or it wasn't great except Darvish this weekend, like I talked about a little bit earlier. And after last night's game, they were 2-16 and 16 against the Dodgers in their last 18. After losing today, 2-17 and 17 against the Dodgers in their last 19 games. I keep saying, I probably said it like 10 times already, but it's just embarrassing that they couldn't get a single runner in scoring position today off of Tyler Anderson and the Dodgers relievers. Yeah, Luke says there definitely needs to be a turnaround. I don't know what I don't know how that really happens. Team meeting, I don't know, winning. Yeah, winning. That's how it happens. You know, there were ton of tons of team meetings last year with Eric Cosmer as the leader, right? That's what we heard. How those work out. They just got to play better baseball. That's all. And not have some of those line drives down the left field corner get caught. And have some of those flyouts to the warning track actually go over the fence. Stuff like that. Um, and getting guys, getting a runner in scoring position. Let's start there. That's what, that's how it turns around. Um, more on Saturday's game. I mean... I talked about this on the post-game reaction with that Clevenger home run to Max Muncy. I didn't quite understand why Morahone only started warming up um, when Muncy was at the plate. If Morahone was probably going to go in to face the lefty Gavin Lux, then why not have him warm up earlier to go face Muncy? And even if you weren't going to have him face Muncy, Bob Melvin I'm talking about, if, if Bob wasn't going to have him face Muncy anyway, which he wasn't, um, he said after the game that he was still confident in Clev at that time, then don't throw him a breaking ball. That you know, I know the breaking ball is supposed to be low, but make sure that the breaking ball is in the dirt then. You know, don't have the target be a low strike. Have it be in the dirt, you know? Um, and Muncie hadn't really hit the fastball all year, or he hasn't. You know, Bellinger and Muncie, they've struggled I know batting average isn't this huge thing anymore, but they've struggled batting average-wise this year. Uh, and they come in, they face the Padres, and they turn into Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts or Barry Bonds. I know a lot of people like to say that. And that's another thing that's frustrating. You know, Bellinger with two home runs today, Muncie with a home run yesterday. Will Smith always seems to get us as well. Like, they really show off their depth. It's not just Freeman and Betts. They did their their damage this weekend as well. 
but uh, it's Smith, it's Muncie, it's Bellinger. Bellinger, I think, was hitting ninth today. Like, it's their depth. And the Padres, they have more depth. They do. But that didn't show this weekend because the offense just didn't really show up. And then the starting pitching, Friday, Saturday, Manaya and Clev, they didn't give the Padres a real chance to get in the – or they didn't give them a chance to win that game, right? Darvish gave up two runs today. He was good. But Clevenger yesterday gave up five earned runs. Padres lose 8-3. And then talking about Friday's game, Manaya went four innings, gave up eight earned runs. And that, uh, I don't think all of those runs were earned. I mean, Brandon Jury was pretty trash defensively on Friday night. I mean, come on. A ball that was hit to him looked like he was trying to be Hosmer and tried to backhand that ball, went past him. Um, bad throw to first. Those, I think, resulted in four runs there combined on those errors. And that uh, backhand play actually ended up being called a double for some reason. But yeah, it's frustrating. Really, really frustrating. I don't understand on Friday night why Drury uh, was at third over Manny. Yeah, Melvin can say, oh, we wanted to give Manny another rest day. But you could have done that against Colorado on Wednesday or Thursday during that day game, you know, and have him DH then. You would think against the Dodgers, who are a better team than the Rockies, you would want your best defense out there. And having Jury at third base and Manny not even anywhere in the field, that's not your best defense. At least in my opinion. And I'm pretty sure it's not just an opinion. I'm pretty sure it's a fact. Manny's the best defensive third baseman in the league, I think. Nolan did make a heck of a play, I, th I think it was yesterday, where he dove down the third baseline, uh, and as he was falling down through at the first, Manny might have stayed up on his feet during that play, but it was still a tremendous play by Nolan. I'm not a huge fan of him. Uh, I think he's overrated, but still got to give him props when he does make a tremendous play like he did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Friday, Manaya, I know that like I just talked about, those two Brandon Drury errors, that was not great. Um, but he still didn't pitch well. I mean, he still gave up 10 hits. Nine hits if you, nine or eight hits if you don't want to count those two hits, I think, that were counted on the Drury errors. Um, yeah, he struck out seven, didn't walk really many guys, walked one guy. But a lot of pitchers were left over the middle of the plate. Will Smith, um, that pitch was over the middle of the plate. I know that was a number down the third baseline where Drury made the throwing error, but that was left over the middle of the plate. Uh, the Hanser Alberto double, that was left over the middle of the plate on a breaking ball. Chris Taylor, bottom third, where he doubled down the left field line. That ball, middle of the plate. Cody Bellinger, bottom third, when he doubled uh, to right field. That ball was, I think, middle in. Yeah, middle in. Hung middle in, sweet spot of Bellinger, over Soto's head near the bullpen. You know, a lot of pitches middle or middle in. And Shamanaya right now, if he was, or if it was the postseason, he would not be in the playoff rotation. Obviously, he would not. Um, Dennis Lynn put out a piece in The Athletic, I think it was this morning, about Padres starters in their last six starts entering today. Uh, so Darvish had a 3-3-8 ERA entering today. That ERA probably was 
uh, that ERA went down after today's start. Gave up two runs today. Pitched good. Uh, but Snell, him and Darvish uh, are the only two like really good starters right now. Or not even really good. Darvish 3-3-8. That's not really good. But those are the two solid starters right now in their last six starts. Snell is a 2-5-6 ERA last six starts. Mike Clevenger, a 4-2-5 ERA in his last six starts. Joe Musgrove, love him. Obviously, anyone that knows me, he's probably my second favorite player. 5-1-4 ERA last six starts. That's got to get better. And he's, he knows it has to get better. He's saying that it's an inconsistent delivery, and so he's working on that. So hopefully that improves, and he finds it his next start. Uh, which, would, would that be tomorrow? He pitched Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. No, he would pitch Tuesday then, I think. Um, Shamanaya, 7-1-4 ERA in his last six starts. Terrible. Um, the rotation has to improve. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this multiple times already in this episode. Like When the offense improves on paper, right? AJ does his job. He did his job. Can't complain about AJ. He's a legend for what he did before this trade deadline and how much he improved this team. Soto, Drury, Bell, yada, 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 getting Tatis back. Uh, but regardless of how much he improved this team offensively, it begins and ends with the pitching still. You know, the starting pitching has to pitch better if the Padres want to make it far this year. If they want to make the postseason, they have to pitch better. And they know that. Like, it doesn't matter if you score five runs a game. Well, what if, if your rotation's given up, seven, has a 70 RA like Manaya does? I know it's not the whole rotation, but if one of them has a 70 RA in his last six starts, that's not good enough. If your offense is scoring four runs and you have a starter giving up five runs or giving up eight runs like Manaya did on Friday, like that, that can't happen. You're, you're not going to win those games. And the good news is they're not going to have to face the Dodgers again until September, but they still have nine games. They, they have three series against the Dodgers in September. So they better be playing well when they hit September or else maybe the Brewers, I mean, they better have a really good August. Uh, and you hope that the Brewers continue not playing well and that that Josh Hader move uh, bites them in the butt. Uh, because if not, and the Brewers start playing better and the Padres can't capitalize on an easier rest of August schedule before they hit September, then they might be in some trouble. Again, I still think this team's going to make the postseason, but I'm just looking at the way this team played this past weekend, and they can't beat the Dodgers still consistently. I'm not talking about one game. They can't beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers own them right now. If that continues to happen, they're going to have a long September. All right, let's get to some of the comments again. The Padres right now, they're a game and a half up on Milwaukee for that final wildcard spot. They started this series before the weekend um, in the second wildcard behind Atlanta. The Mets played really well against Atlanta, by the way. Then the Phillies, I believe, have jumped the Padres, and the Padres now are in that third wildcard spot. And they welcome the Giants Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm going to Monday and Tuesday's games. Hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, Tatis, I don't believe he has a hit yet in AA in his rehab appearances. Just an update there. Uh, I saw that he grounded out to first and then I think to shortstop in two of his, two of his at-bats today. Let's get to some of the chat here. 
Again, if you want to support the channel, feel free to use the super chat button. You can also, on regular videos, use the uh, super thanks button. Uh, let's see here. Warren asks, is this the best Dodgers team we have faced in recent years? I mean, probably not, to be honest. Like, yeah, they have a really talented team, but they're not fully healthy. They don't have Kershaw or Bueller. Uh, they don't have Blake Trinan. I think they have a couple more. They don't have Gratterall, I don't think. So the current version that we like just faced this weekend, probably not. And on paper, this is probably the best Padres team we've had in the last couple years, you know? Yeah, Luke, you're right. Even if we do slip into the postseason, uh, eventually we run into Los Angeles. Not fun to get swept again there. Yeah. If the Padres want to go anywhere, they're going to have to get past the Dodgers. It's not like, oh, we're in the same division and hopefully let's get the right postseason matchup. Like, you know, like the Dodgers, they're going, they get the first round by this year and you're probably going to have to face them in the division series. And if not... I'm sorry, I don't feel like they're going to lose in the division series to anyone who they play. So you're going to have to face them in the NLCS if you're even um, fortunate to get there. It's not like they're just going to go away. you got to keep beating. You have to find a way to beat them. I say keep beating them. That's not what I meant to say. you got to find a way to keep grinding and somehow find a way to beat them. Warren asks, how do we fix our hitting woes? Start hitting. I mean, I'm not a hitting coach. Um, I, I don't know. Just got to get more guys on base, get guys in the scoring position somehow, have good plate discipline. Oh, this is a legendary quote that Manny just said. Kevin AC just tweeted this. This is like a Kevin Durant moment right here. Padres swept by the Dodgers. Kevin AC said Manny Machado is not worried. Why is Manny Machado not worried? Manny said, I'm Manny bleeping Machado. Hmm, that's pretty good. Hey, I'm glad he still has confidence. I don't think, and by the way, I kind of agree with Manny, like the players themselves, I don't think they should be worried. I know they care. I don't think they should be worried, though, because obviously we have like two months left in the season. Um, but as fans here sitting here reacting to the series with you all, I'm, I would be lying if I said I'm not worried at all. Like, I've already said that I think they're going to make the postseason, so I guess I'm not worried in that sense. But like, I'm worried that this is going to be another wasted year. Like, even if they make the postseason, what if they can't get out of the wildcard series? Or what if they can't make it competitive in the division series if they do get past the wildcard series, right? And I know, and we do, as fans, have that collapse of last year in our minds. I know this year is totally different, and we didn't have Juan Soto last year. We didn't have a better rotation. But... Seeing series like this, it does probably creep into all of our minds. So I am I am confident, like Manny, that um, you know 
He's Manny bleeping Machado. We have Juan bleeping Soto in our locker room. You know, we have Josh bleeping Bell and Fernando bleeping Tatis is coming back, right? Like, there's talent, a lot of talent in this offense, but they didn't show up this weekend, and it, it just it does make you a little worried that this could happen in the postseason because guess who they're going to have to face in the postseason? At some point, if they want to get far, this same team, the Dodgers, who would probably be fully healthy then, you know? Um, Labor Day weekend's the next Dodgers series at Dodgers Stadium, according to Jeremiah. Barry says 35% chance we make the playoffs. Oh, no, now he says 25. I, I'd say higher than that. I, I'd say it's like probably like a 80%, maybe even a little higher than that because I just don't trust that Milwaukee's going to keep pace with us the rest of the year just because of the talent we have on this team. But my worry level isn't more about us making the postseason. It's about what we do when we get to the postseason, when we have to face these great teams, you know? That's more what I'm more worried about. Yeah, and Randy, you're right. Hottest team going into the playoff progresses. That could be any team. Could be the Padres. But the Dodgers are usually hot going into the postseason, or they're usually, whenever the postseason hits, they're usually a really good team, you know? So it could be them, too. I'm glad, by the way, just keep going off of this Manny thing about him saying he's not worried. I'm Manny bleeping Machado. Um, look, he shouldn't be worried. And I like that he's confident when he speaks to the media. Like, he, he always, when the media asks him a question, he asks them a question back. He's like, so if someone asks, are you worried? Why should I be worried? You know, when he was dealing with that injury, he probably still is, but a couple weeks ago, I remember when he was dealing with that injury uh, and there were reporters, I forget who it was, probably AC, asking, is that ankle affecting you? Does it look like it's affecting me? Like little stuff like that where he's confident. You know, he's not like sulking and like, oh, we, we need to play better and... uh we're just, man, this, this team right now, you know, like he's not going like that. He's confident. Like we just need to play better baseball. Is my ankle, does it look like my ankle's affecting me? Why would I be concerned? I'm Manny bleeping Machado. Like I like that confidence, you know, those playoff teams, they have that confidence. I will say that. Bob Melvin just said, at this point in time, we got to fight our way to the playoffs. Hang on, let me pull up the rest of the quote. A lot of times, wildcard teams, they're playing well at the end, fighting their way to get in. We have to find that dynamic. So he's kind of go off, going off of someone's, I forget who it was, but some, uh, I think it was Randy, someone's uh, comment earlier here that I just read about teams, they just have to be hot going in. And that could 
you know, really push them deep. And that's, uh, but Bob's right. At this point, they do have to fight their way into the playoffs. They have a game and a half lead on the final wildcard spot. And a lot of things could happen. The Padres have a more talented roster than the Phillies. They have a more talented roster than the Milwaukee Brewers. So you'd think, hey, the Padres, yeah, I'm confident the Padres are going to make the postseason. But again, that, that collapse from last year does, I know it does sink into some fans' heads. And so if you are worried about the team making the postseason, I'm not worried about the team making the postseason. I'm worried about what happens when they get there. Um, I, I can't totally argue with you about that, you know? I can say that this year is different than last year. But a series like this, it does probably, those thoughts probably creep back into your mind, you know? All right, let's get off of this Dodger series because I'm just kind of deflated from it. And I want to go talk about maybe a series the Padres can go win and a series I think they have to win because they did just get swept. And this is against another NOS team coming up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, Monday night, oh, uh, this is definitely a must-win series. Looking at the pitching matchups, looking at the first two pitchers of this series for the Padres, Snell starts on Monday against Alex Wood, should win that game. You, you can't lose five games in a row. That, that, that would suck. Uh, and then Musgrove against Alex Cobb on Tuesday, got to win that game. Hopefully Musgrove has found that um, delivery again, getting that back in sync. Um, and then on Wednesday, Shaw Manaya against Jacob Junis, the former Royal. Manaya hasn't looked great his last few starts, but he's facing a less talented lineup. And the Giants right now, let me look at the standings. I know they're way out of the standings. I just want to see their record. They're 53 and 55, 22 games back. Uh, so that's in the division. In the wild card, they are six and a half back of us for the wild card. So they're, they're out of it. Um, the Padres shouldn't be worrying about them for them chasing the Padres down for a wild card spot. But uh, this, is, this is a series that they should win. And with the caliber of this team, like I should be saying on these kind of series, quick, like two minute series previews, I should be saying this is a series the Padres should be winning. I should say that before every series, except maybe the Dodgers. Um, I really should because of how great this team is on paper and how much talent this team does have in the offense now and how much more depth this team has and the closer. And you think that the bullpen improves um, and some reinforcements they get back, right? So it shouldn't be a surprise. Oh, okay, you think this the Potters should win this series? No, they should be winning. I know they're not going to because that's just baseball. But our expectations should be high for this team still. You know, it was, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, when we were saying, including myself, that this team's now a World Series contender with the additions that they have made. One bad series against the Dodgers, it confirms the Dodgers are better than us. Yeah, totally. There's still that gap, just like the title here. Of course, there's still a gap between the Potters and the Dodgers. But the Padres should still be a World Series contender despite this weekend. Like, there's still plenty of time for them to get on a groove and for the starting pitchers to improve and for the lineup to start hitting home runs and this offense to really show up consistently 
like it did on Wednesday night against the Rockies and Soto Drury Bills debuts, you know? So again, I've said this probably a million times already. I'm confident that this team will make the postseason. I'm just telling you the facts. They're only a game and a half up on the Brewers for the third wild card, the final wild card spot. I'm just more worried about watching this series, how they will do against the Dodgers and other great teams when they get to the postseason. But still, I think this team still can be a World Series contender. They just got to play better. That's obviously the main message. They got to play better. All right. Any more comments, any more questions? Again, you can hit that super chat button to support the channel. Um, this episode is brought to you by Gaglion Bros Famous Cheesesteaks and Garlic Fries. Like I mentioned earlier, you can visit gaglionbros.com to view their menu, uh, their phone numbers, the location um, on Friars Road, and they're also inside Petco Park during the Padres season. Juan Soto's thoughts on this weekend, forget about it. We start another series tomorrow, and we're going to be ready for that. Is that what he actually said? If that's what he said, I'm not surprised by it. It's kind of going with the Manny thing. Why are we concerned? Forget about it. Move on. You got to move on. We have no other choice but to move on. Because they don't. They don't have any. You can't just say, oh, let's go sulk about this series. No, they have a job to do. You go move on to this next one. Just like we will, you know that the, this Dodger series will be in our minds, obviously. But we're reacting to it right now, and then when this Giants series comes tomorrow, we'll move on to that. That's just what life is. You keep moving on. Jeremiah, I thank you for that super chat. I didn't see any comment there, but if you did have a comment, just continue to. Uh, comment what it was. I do see a, a couple of your comments here. Wow, that means this is three straight games in a row facing lefties. Oh, you mean for the Giants, the Giants series? Yeah, Monday, Alex Wood, that's a lefty. Tuesday, Alex Cobb. Wednesday, Jacob Junis. He's a righty. Jacob Junis is a righty. Cobb's a righty. Woods a lefty. Ben, my comment did not get in there, but we have never faced two starters with such deception before. Who are those two starters? Like the Dodgers these last two games? Anderson and Heen? Oh, oh, okay, okay. You're talking about, okay. You're talking about uh, Heaney, Anderson, and then wood tomorrow yeah okay yeah they have deception but okay this lineup's still talented like at the end of the day they are major league hitters you know i i know tyler anderson made this padres offense look like crap today um they didn't get any runners in scoring position but look this offense is talented too deception that i think players would tell you yeah, deception's hard to hit, sure, but it's not like it's unhittable. Like, I'm sure Tyler Anderson has struggled at some point during his career. I'm sure he's been hit off of. Andrew Heaney definitely was hit off of when he was with the Angels. Ale uh, Alex Wood, he's been hit off before. 
I know he has a weird wind-up and deception, but once it once you can see it, like it doesn't feel like to me that he has like overpowering stuff or anything like that. They just gotta play better. They gotta hit better. It's probably what Manny's telling the media. It's pretty much simple like that. It's as simple as that. All right. I think that's going to do it. Um, starting pitching has to be better consistently, more consistently. 2-17 and 17 in their last 19 against the Dodgers. Not good. They just got to play better against them, rise up to them. Offense, got to get guys and runners in scoring position. You got to score runs to win games, obviously. Uh, yeah, this was a disappointing, deflating series. But we got to move on to the Giants. So I'll be back with the pregame show before Monday's game at Petco. And I'll see you guys then. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, episode 212 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I am your host, Ben Fadden. Have a good night, everybody. See ya. Keep the faith. Go Padres.